0: Thanks for listening, and God bless. Our passage for today comes from Acts 1, 6 through 14. Listen for what God is saying to you. As a result, those who had gathered together asked Jesus, Lord, are you going to restore the kingdom to Israel now? Jesus replied, it isn't for you to know the times or seasons that the Father has set by his own authority. Rather, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. After Jesus said these things, they were watching. As he, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going away, and as they were staring toward heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood next to them. They said, Galileans, why are you standing there looking toward heaven? This Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way that you saw him go into heaven. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the Mount of Olives, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey away. When they entered the city, they went to the upstairs room where they were staying. Peter, John, James, and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James, Alphaeus' son, Simon, the zealot, and Judas, James's son, all were united in their devotion to prayer, along with some women, including Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brothers. May God add a blessing to the hearing and living out of this scripture.
1: So excited to be here. This is my second Pride um, ever, and so I'm excited that this year I uh, get to see... Oh, my name. My name is Juan Pablo, I use he, him, him, his uh, pronouns, and I'm the Interim Associate Director of Discipleship at Urban Village. And uh, so anyway, uh, today, i share with you one of my favorite scriptures, but before we get into that, um, there's a few things. I was uh, yesterday during uh, Black Pride, uh, the, the South Side Pride. Um I, I got to speak to Emily a little bit. And I think we got to know each other a little more. Uh, sometimes um, when you're, you know, a few decades old, you have a lot of stories. And so it's hard to get them all in. Uh, so I'm going to start from the beginning. It was 1991. <laughs> and so, um, but how many of you have seen the show Pose? It's out on Netflix, season one. It's called Pose. Um, and this is about... Uh, uh, 1980s, and here's a, a picture of some of the cast. Uh, they, this is around ball culture in New York, and uh, drag queens, and they formed their own houses, and uh, Blanca on the bottom there, she uh, was part of a house that uh, came together, but she formed her own house. So her mother, Electra, uh, is very dramatic. And here she is, and she b- brings LGBTQ uh, teens that have been in- rejected by their family. Now, this was in the 80s. I'll show you my version of who I looked like in the, uh, uh, right after the 80s. That was me, I, I looked like little Poppy from the from the show Pose. And I was like him, I was one of those young, uh, guys that got taken into a house of Miss Kitty. She was a big um, Latinx drag queen in the 80s, and so she took me in when my parents uh, told me it wasn't okay uh, to, to be homosexual. And so I dated one of the drag queens from the house, and so the, the whole show, if you watch season two, there's a romance, uh, so just think of me. I'm Big Poppy. <laughs> And that's what <laughs> Big Poppy looked like in the 80s, big hair and an awesome mustache, anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, so this story I really, um, really enjoyed. Some of the wording is kind of weird because in some versions it says that they were praying together with certain women. Um, I don't know what all of that means when I read these things in the, in the Bible, but The story in itself um, I kind of, for me, follows a path of how I tried to live um, this journey in Christianity and following Jesus. And so the first thing that happened was Jesus takes his disciples over uh, to a place, and I'm going to call it they went up to the mountain. Um, And on this mountain, he he, uh, uh, transfigures and ascends to heaven. Um, I call this going up going up the mountain. That was my experience when I first realized at 21, 22 years old that the gospel, that that um, new life or uh, back then uh, it was words like, I received Jesus in my heart uh, with a conversation with my mom one day at 22 and she says, "Uh, Jesus died for you. And I'm like, yes, I know. And, um, and so it was like a one time kind of emotional uh, event that happened in my life. This was my mountaintop experience where uh, a new uh, kind of emerging of myself and seeing myself as a child of God um, happened. Uh, for me, this is when we come to church every Sunday and you listen to music, you see yourselves with others, there's prayer, there's sharing of scripture and and biblical text, and someone kind of saying, this is what I think it's saying for us today. That is, to me, this mountaintop experience that I love uh, to have, and I love to come every Sunday. And so for the last 31 years or so. I've been doing that almost every Sunday, going to church, never missing. Um, always loving to be around people because uh, it ignites me. Um, but something happens to these disciples. They're staring at heaven, um, and meanwhile, two men in white robes come and say, "Why are you looking up there? You have to come down. You have to come down." And so that that part where they decide they stop looking. Um, into heaven and amazed at everything that they've just done, they actually come down to, back to where they were, where Jesus had brought them from. Um, And here is, they they come together and they pray. Um, I I always wonder, like, what were they praying for that day? Um, A lot of crazy stuff has just happened. Uh, They saw someone go up into heaven, then two people in white robes um, came and told them to... uh, to stop looking and keep going, and this time of prayer is, I think, very important. Um, this is a time for me that let me turn my page here. Um, that that I think we should uh, have. So here at 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 High uh, Park Woodlawn, there are prayer. There's a prayer team here. Now, prayer can mean many different things or take different directions for each one of us. Um, when, I, when my children were growing up, their mom had a prayer closet, like a real place that the doors opened and it was post posted. Uh, she was and still is uh, a woman that loves to pray. Um, and I remember one time we had um, guests from an, um, a church from Kansas and they used to have 24 hour prayer. And so they would have different shifts and they would pray for 24 hours. And one time they were at my house, we we opened the doors, they stayed for a week and they were training us on prayer and all sorts of exciting things, spiritual warfare, shouting out. And then there was a a shooting on my block. And um, I remember this woman named Karen told me to come out with her and she shouted out in tongues I had never heard um, at this guy with this gun and uh, I just looked at her, I'm like, oh, step back, step back. Um, Just slowly walk away. Um, But she kept going at him, and the guy just got scared and ran off. But that did encourage me that prayer works. I was like, dear Lord Jesus, and I was praying. I don't know what was happening over there, but I felt like God answered my prayer. And I believe that God answers prayers, whether you're doing it from a closet, where you're doing it um, because you're scared of someone's uh, other actions, whatever that is, prayer is important. One of the things my mom has always said is that she was always praying for me, even when I was at at the house of Miss Kitty. Um, and she didn't know what was going on. Um, even though when my sister and my brother would visit me at this small little bar that hired an underage uh, teenager, um, uh, they, they would come by and I think they would report to my mom. But whatever was happening, my mom prayed for me for many years, even though we didn't understand each other at that point. Um, um, and, and they didn't stay there. So the disciples uh, were on the top of the mountain, they came down the mountain, and this last part, which I call they got down. So they got down to business. They had to choose a replacement for Judas after, after all of the, the things we read. So they had to choose uh, someone to take Judas's spot. So they were praying around all of these, but then they had to figure out and vote. It says that they ended up casting lots, um, which, you know, I'm just going to take from someone from Humble Park. They just rolled some dice, um, and they said, if it's a three, you win. Seven, you're lucky. Um, and so this is how they chose Matthias. Meta- Meta- Matthias, I'll call him Matias. Um, I'll call him Matthias. So uh, they chose someone to take the place. But one thing that happens right after this is that um, the church starts. They had this one uh, great event that happened. 3,000 people start uh, coming into the early church. Um, but for me, when I think about coming down and getting down, getting down to me is the dirty work. The dirty work of trying to figure out my privilege in this world and how my privilege has affected others and how my privilege that I could take, I could use to stand in solidarity with someone else. Getting down to me is um, coming together to see the problems that are having, happening in the prisons and why they're overcrowded with people uh, that are black and brown and, and people of color. Uh, getting down to me is trying to figure out why people are being displaced in different neighborhoods and why they're being displaced to places that are not even close to public transportation, p- close to places that have green veg- I mean green uh, uh, things to eat, fresh fruit, and a variety of vegetables. That's the getting down part. Getting down means uh, figuring out, why they're holding babies and children at the border and putting them in places that we would never think would be imaginable in the United States of America uh, so getting down means that although yes I'm brown and yes this affects me and could affect my family but that we would use our privilege to speak out against those injustices things that Jesus did things that go to the margins where Jesus went getting down means that today we, pro- we march together as a body, as a community, along with other churches and, and places of worship to say we will not forget the, the struggle that has been happening over the 50 years. But not only that, to not let, not let the faces of those that started this, uh, this whole movement of LGBTQ inclusion. Marsha P. Johnson... And Silvia Rivera, a black, woman, a black drag queen and a Puerto Rican drag queen that started these things. Um, ah, nice. <laughs> um, when we get down today, that means that we march as all LGBTQA. And today, I say to all the A's, the allies, that I am going to call you queer today. Today, you are queer. You, today, you march. Today, you can stand alongside um, Pastor Emily or myself as we make love louder. As we tell those that are marching past us, and we tell them, God is proud of you. Yes, we might use a beautiful fan that we made and that we'll be distributing. Uh, We'll have cards. But we'll tell them instead of the loud um, voices that they're hearing behind them saying, you're going to hell. Things I've heard for the last 40 years that you're going to hell, that God did not create you. Um, horrible words, just like we see that people should not be treated in a certain way at, in prisons and in the border and building a wall, whatever it is. But today we all come together. Today we're all queer. Today we stand in solidarity. Today we stand in the, in the intersections of being a person of color and being a queer person of color. Today, we stand in the intersections of being a woman and a queer person. Today, we all come together as queer members and friends of Urban Village Church. There's nothing else that I think uh, would uh, represent the power of the community that we're building. Uh, people that will go up and come on on a Sunday and worship together and put together tables and move the chairs and put up stuff on the screen. But we also sing together. We pray together. We celebrate together. Um, But then we come down, take time to pray, take time to be in small groups, take time to get to know each other, get time to pray with each other, read a book together, whatever it is that we build this community. But it's the get down part the get down that I think will give us this uh, 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 ability to share the good news to those that need it. To a little poppy like I was, or to a big poppy like I am today. Uh, doesn't matter what age they are. We have to come together and we have to get down. We have to get down with being anti-racist. We have to get down with uh, inclusion of women as clergy. Things that we've heard for many years that were not possible, they are possible today, and we're seeing it today. And the only way that we will continue this is for us to keep getting down with this gospel and getting down with the work of inclusion and being a bold and relevant community. Amen.